This one's for anyone who wants to replace their job with a side hustle that turns into a full-time business. Our guest today was actually forced out of his job when his company shut down and within four weeks felt that fire under himself to get that first deal for $5,000 and he's got a second deal lined up to close in his fifth week next week. Enrique is part of the Wholesaling WeWork Mafia in Austin, Texas, where we've interviewed several before on this podcast. And it just goes to show how powerful a good community can be when you're wanting to make a change in your life. That's what we hope to accomplish with this podcast, the podcast to 10x your income and quit your W-2 by replacing your income with wholesaling real estate. My name is David Lecco. I created a process that's helped people just like you close their very first deal 10,000 times in all 50 states. And Ryan here took a 14-day wholesaling challenge back in 2019, Ryan, my co-host, that actually led him to make 8,500 bucks. And today he's closed over 400 plus deals. You guys are really going to like this episode with Enrique. All right, Enrique, tell me how you made $5,000 on your very first wholesale deal that's closing in a couple of days. And you also quit your job already. I'm originally from California. I live here in Austin, Texas now. Um, so I was, you know, friends are doing real estate. Yeah, they're all becoming agents. I actually took my uh, a real estate course as well to become a California agent. Uh, it just so happens that the position that I was in needed uh, someone to relocate to be a trainer and do the programming for the cars here in Austin. And so, like, I raised my hand. I was like, oh, man, I should go to Austin. Because, one, I know there was a better market there for real estate. And, two, you know, they were helping me relocate. And so then I came this way. And uh, I just got interested at being an agent in California first. And then that started just opening doors into like more, you know, more creative finance, uh, wholesale, just like other avenues to make money a little faster in real estate than the traditional retail uh, realtor or investment strategy. I I wanted to, I didn't really want to work for a brokerage or I didn't want to be, you know, uh, just a retail agent. I wanted to like kind of live on my own means and eventually wanted to leave my W-2 before I got booted. Uh, I just wanted to be my own boss and have my own freedom to, you know, dictate like how my employment goes. And, you know, that's one of the reasons that fueled, you know, taking the opportunity to move to Austin. So you were a little bit unhappy. Where where did that come from that you, you wanted to be your own boss? Was it, was there a bad situation with your current boss? No, you know what? I've actually had tremendous bosses throughout my, uh, my career. I've had great uh, leadership that I've, that I've seen, uh, you know, I, even to this day, I still talk to some of those bosses that I have just cause they have great leadership skills. And it was just so more so the salary and the money that was coming in. It wasn't enough. You know, I, I'm not going to say that, you know, I was like dying or homeless, but you know, like I have a family and like, I want to provide more. Like I always want more to give my, my family, like the, you know, the next new greatest and latest, right? Whether it's a great meal or, you know, a, a good roof over their head. So, you know, family has been a, a huge motivator for me as well as I'm, you know, I'm wanting to retire my in-laws, right? My, my parents are, are deceased now, but I still have in-laws here. My wife's parents that really drive me to be successful to, you know, eventually also have them move from San Francisco to here. Gotcha. So that freedom was something that you were after. You got your application. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Retail line is, but you found that wholesaling would give you more freedom and income than being a retail agent. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So you joined Astro Flipping, which is a co- community slash coaching program to help you with a certain yeah. strategy of wholesaling, right? Yeah. 
that's a direct to agent. So the strategy is direct to agent on that one. And that's like the, the biggest play there. Um, and again, like I started back in February, very mildly, wasn't really too involved. I would jump into the, like the coaching calls and jump into the kind of like the, uh, what do they call them? They call them like, uh, uh, the group, the, oh, accountability group. And that was all great in the beginning. And again, that's, I didn't have too much traction. One, there was not a lot of people in the Bay area that were doing wholesaling. They were, and they were spread out, you know, San Francisco, Walnut Creek, Sacramento, they're, they're pretty spread out, like hour and a half apart. So it's not easy to go to a meetup kind of like it is here. Um, and so then, you know, was it getting really a lot of traction? Was it really, my calls had no script, had no structure until I really got into Austin, into Austin, linked up with Alec. And I just, you know, and even then it was still slow from March to now when I moved here. Um, but I had more structure at least. And then when I got booted, got, <laughs> got kicked to the curb is when really just took off and it opened up, you know, one, the urgency and two, I had the structure that I had, uh, uh learned from being in person with people actually doing it. What does the direct to agent process look for you? So the way I have it set up is I have a CRM. I have, um, a spreadsheet that was uploaded with all agent contacts for the three markets that I'm in. Um, I don't actually target Dallas just yet, but the markets that I'm in are Austin and San Antonio. So I have uh, contacts for all ages in those two areas. What I do is I, I do a cold text. I reach out to them and I say, Hey, my name is Rinke. I'm looking for a property to invest in. Can I get some help? And usually the response rate is, yeah, who is this? Or yeah, sure. What can I do for you? And then from there that, opens up the door to like, okay, cool. Let me give them a call or keep this conversation going in tech uh, and really just go from there and network with them a bit and then pull out of them like any properties they're staying out, you know, that are, you know, distressed or off market or coming to market soon so that I can go in, evaluate the property and then see if we can make a deal. So you include them in that process. So they're still getting, they're still getting paid yeah, definitely. to help you bring that. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the things that I've learned in this business is like not to burn people right and not to like screw people over, but like, you know, everybody involved in the transaction um, should get paid or should get something for, you know, the value they provide, whether it's like I got the property from an agent, well, sure, they need to get a commission, right? You know, so we can keep doing deals. Uh, two, you know, I'm hoping to make a profit off of it as well. And three, the end buyer who's going to get the property is getting a, a good deal as well. So it's, I don't want to say it's tricky, but like, I think my motto, or at least the way that I think I'd like to operate is for everybody to get a cut and for everybody to eat. That way we can continue to kind of just do these deals, you know? Mm -hmm. So how do you explain to the agent what you're doing? Oh, sorry. Uh, that's a good question, actually. I, I get that pretty often, like, oh, are you a wholesaler or, you know, what are you doing here? And so that I do say that that I do invest. We do look for something to renovate. It just it just depends on the deal. It's a deal-by-deal deal basis, but... I am upfront with them, and I do say that we do sometimes assign, um, which does happen. We do assign properties or wholesale them. Um, but if it's a killer deal, like something that, you know, we may want to take down, then we we analyze it a little deeper to make sure that the, the returns are, are favorable for us or for myself, right? But, yeah, I do disclose, hey, yes, we may assign this, you know, just because we want to make sure that we're covered on both ends. We can either flip it or we can assign it, you know, wholesale it. And so you, you have it. On the thing yet, but you, you're just saying from the actual astro flipping method, you're yeah, you're open to doing that. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, we're open to flipping. Um, so again, just coming out here, I've had access to many more things that I've had there. So like, if a potential property does come up, 
um, where it's like, I can go the route to use hard money and I can flip it with hard money if I had to. But of course, the the, the spreads had to be favorable for me to take that leap to go using hard money because of course, you're going to pay interest and points on that. Yeah, there's a lot more risk. Exactly. What about the contract? So with wholesaling, there's generally, there's a clause in there that says the and or assigns. Do you have a contract? Do you use your contract? Do you use the realtor's contract? What does that look like? Uh, I use the track, uh, and I do actually, again, leverage relationships here. For instance, like Alec, uh, who I partner with frequently, is an agent himself, uh, and then he'll help me fill out, fill out the contract and kind of put in the provision, again, that, you know, this property is being purchased to make a profit and or can be assigned. So we do put clauses in the provision section of the Trek contract. What do you mean partner with frequently? Is this your first deal? So we actually have, no, so funny story is we had one back in September that drug us through the mud, man. Like, let me tell you, we locked something up in September. I was back in San Francisco at the time, you know, volunteering to fill some projects in over there. And I locked something up back at, you know, when I was at home. Sent it over to Alex, uh, deal, locked it up. Something happened with it, you know, she's good now, but so something happened with this seller where she got sick, like the day that we were going to close, got sick and she went MIA for like almost two months. She came back, apparently she was in the hospital, something happened, she had a cardiac arrest, uh, you know, got like some pneumonia. And then, so eventually we had to cut ties with that one. We had to let it go back in December. Right, right, right around the time that actually we got booted from uh, cruise, uh, I was again pounding the phone. Another one came up. The same day that we canceled the contract for a Round Rock, uh, this one came up in San Antonio when I made the call to the agent to explain, "Hey, I'm looking for properties. I'm looking to flip. Uh, you know, do you have anything?" She, of course, asked her questions. Are you a wholesaler? What are you doing? What are you working on? You know, we went through the motions and had that conversation, and eventually she says. Oh, I have a property. Uh, the property that was going to close tomorrow is again it was an unfinished project that she had going on, um, but we decided to lock it up. We ended up getting it moved pretty quickly. Uh, that's closing tomorrow. But then while this is going on, I'm still I'm, again I'm I'm going full time now for the last four weeks. We got another one locked up uh, a couple weeks ago, and that's closing next week. So this is you know I'm, could have been my third, but technically my first one will be tomorrow, and then I'll have my second one the following week so it's we're we're catching fire here and i'm just looking to keep that momentum going so well congratulations on the momentum it's certainly very important when you found these deals it was through your agent outreach and then in order to sell it that's when you partnered with alec you're like hey this is a deal i have help me sell it we'll split the difference we'll split the assignment fee yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so i you know i i, I just let again just going back to leverage the, the relationships in the business is where i've you know been doing yeah, and so you haven't made a long-term partnership with Alec, but you're just doing it to on a deal-by-deal basis, right, to keep that yeah. momentum going for now? Yeah. Amazing. So what are you going to do with the $5,000 that you take home tomorrow from the title company? Uh, you know, I thought about that pretty often. I don't joke around with these guys all the time. I'm like, ah, I'm going to I'm gonna go buy a MacBook. I'm going to go buy another car. Or I'm going to... You know, realistically, uh, I'm going to actually hold on to it and I'm just going to reinvest it in what I'm doing here because it, it costs money to operate. It's low overhead, of course, you know, some of the tools that I use, uh, but it, it does cost money to operate a bit. So I'm going right. to hang on to it and just reinvest it. What is your total cost of getting those deals? 
Uh, you know, I haven't really put a, uh, like an actual number to it just because I, I know they say that's like $3,000 to contract from, you know, execution to close. Um, because realistically I've been paying for some of these things since March, right? Like my CRM up to now, I know that it cost me roughly about 250 bucks a month to operate, uh, pulling comp, pulling comp data, you know, okay. seeing what's in the area. So like I, you know, pull the comp for the subject property. This is one of the biggest things people get hung up on when they're wanting to make an offer on a house is knowing what the after repair value is. So in Deal Machine, we've got a comps product that gives you all the properties that are similar within a square mile that had similar bedrooms and baths and what they actually sold for. You don't have to guess if they were a brand new property or a rundown property because we show you the photos from the MLS when they were actually listed. So you can filter out the ones that weren't perfect and get a true ARV and if you want to make it even simpler, we've got an Alma AI assistant where you can ask it questions. Give me the numbers for this deal if I were to wholesale it. Give me the ARV for this property. And you can get access to it by starting a seven-day free trial of Deal Machine at dealmachine.com slash pod. We'll also give you $35 of direct mail when you use that link. Gotcha. Cool, cool. So you know, what if you have a comp and you're like, oh, it's ARV 200. What do you know that you need to offer on the property? Uh, basic rule of thumb that I really go with is 0.7 or, you know, 70% of ARV minus repairs. And then we try to build in a little buffer there for the wholesale fee. Well, how much buffer? Probably like, I, I think we do like 1%. So like just looking for like a, a 10K, 10K, 20K in there, you know? Um, but again, cause it's so new to me or still fresh. Like I'm just, whatever comes, you know, I don't want to be greedy. I, you know, I, I know it. Some people are like, oh, no, you got to you gotta ask for more. But it's like, for myself, it's, I don't want to be too greedy. Like, I, I'm enjoying learning the business. And two, I just want to make sure that everyone involved in the transaction is getting paid. Right. Yeah, the momentum is is so critical. I'm, I'm really happy to see you getting a lot of success so early. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. I was going to ask is how do you come up with your your repairs budget? So when you're doing the 70% of ARV minus repairs, how do you get that, that number? So I, I've just generally been sticking with $60 a square foot for like a, like a upscale finish. Um, but if it's like a property that looks more like a, in, in a neighborhood, that's more, it's got more rentals in the area, or I've seen like some of the comp finished comps are, are more like they've been renovated to be only rentals that I'll bump that down to about $45 a square foot. To not like overshoot it because like if it's like if the property is in a rougher neighborhood we're not going to go like oh yeah this property is ready to go for a full luxury renovation right when in reality it, it might not sell at the at the high-end sale it could be more like it's it's a turnkey rental property for an end buyer that wants to just pick up a, a, a ready-to-go rental and throw some tenants in it you know so i do change the numbers there a, a bit got it do you ever just wonder like wow if i hadn't been forced to quit my job like where would i be right now i would probably still be like my computer plugged into some car like yeah running <laughs> do you, do you yeah do you, you think you would have gotten a deal you know probably not Ooh. no just um i know it sounds so like uh, ominous but probably not just because my uh, my w2 did take a lot of time i, I was spending 10 to 12 hours a day there uh not it wasn't a bad gig to be honest with you like i i like what i do i'm, I'm good at what i do um but it was uh time intensive and so like that took away time from the business and 
you can even ask some of these guys uh, if you visit us here that I, I would only be in here like once a week, mm-hmm. you know, versus like now I'm in here five to six days a week, nine to 10 hours a day here, you know? So it, it made the, being here in person and being here focused has definitely made the difference. Uh, and now I take this serious. Like I wasn't saying that I didn't take it serious before, but now it's like, oh crap, if I don't make something happen, there's no food on the table. There's no roof over our head, you know? There's no gas for me to get from my house to the office, you know? So it's like, now it's like a, yep. a fire under my butt. So when you say we, are you married? I, I have a wife, yeah. Okay. Wow, I got a wife. Is she working or are you the sole income provider? I'm I'm the sole income provider. Wow, so that's like a big- you That's know, extra Big pressure. fire under your butt. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's a lot. I, I would say I, we got a five-year-old. We got one on the way. Uh, she's a stay-at-home mom. Uh, she killed it at home, to be honest with you. Uh, she put a lot of faith and trust in me to do this because as soon as I got like, she's like, well, when are you going to fly in or where are we going next? Or like, are we going to have to move again? Because we didn't move frequently for like, for the type of, the line of work that I do, uh, like field service engineering and, you know, doing uh, battery diagnostics. I did, I do a lot of uh, electric vehicle stuff. I, I I come from a tech background for like uh, EV cars and trucks and buses. So I've been doing that for the last uh, 10 years, but that required us to move a lot. And so finally, when we got here and I'm like, no, 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 no babe, like, don't worry, like, we're going to stay here. We're going to stay in Austin. Uh, and then I, I told her, like, I convinced her that the real estate career didn't take off. Of course, of course, it went dormant for, like, seven months. Um, and then so once I got cut, she's like, you know, what are you doing? Where are we going next? I was like, I'm going to make this work. Trust me. Give me a little time. We're going to make this work. And so, you know, her, I think the nerves are shaking off now that you know that the deal is closing tomorrow. So she's got, you know, she it's a little bit of a proof of concept for her, too, because she doesn't, you know, She's not used to like entrepreneurship or like, again, she's only known W2 and go to work, collect a paycheck, pay your bills, right? That's been the cycle, you know, for her family and my family as well. We've never known, you know, entrepreneurship or the, the other avenues to make money or there's more freedom to be had. And that's a, that's one uh, cycle that I'm going to break within my family and within hers as well that, you know, like you can make your own way if you just really, if you try, right? Like if you find your niche, like. I have a passion for real estate. I like real estate. I like finding the broken house and I like seeing the finished product. So I got a passion for it. And that's kind of what's also driving this, this, this fuel. That's amazing, man. I'm so happy that you guys are on the same page and excited about what you're doing and to build a better life, right? A little bit of risk for potentially a lot of reward. Yeah, definitely. It is, it is Yeah, quite a bit of risk, but uh, I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be great when the check clears tomorrow and then the next one. And then, you know, I got other, I got other goals and aspirations. My wife is a really good decorator. So, you know, kind of want to get this thing going. And I eventually want to get into, into her own little business and into, into your decoration stuff. Kind of looking forward to that for the future to kind of help her cultivate her, her entrepreneurial skills as well. Amazing. Well, Enrique, um, do you have an Instagram where people could follow you? I do. It's Enrique.Machado underscore. M-E-C-H. Or is it M-A-C-H-A-D-O? M-A-C-H-A-D-O underscore. Amazing. And I'd encourage you to post your journey. It's going to be a great one. Love that you're starting with so much momentum, man. So uh, definitely follow Enrique. And we appreciate you sharing your story on the Deal Machine podcast. A great example of how wholesaling can actually help you 10x your income and quit your W-2. Or if you get forced to quit your W-2, provide food on the table. Yeah. 
Yeah. There was one but, thing you mentioned, uh, which is so funny. It made me smile. You said the WeWork Mafia. It's because we have a lot of people in Austin that are wholesaling that work out of the same WeWork. So I wanted to mention the episodes of other people. Uh, you mentioned Alec a lot. So he's actually episode 99. Uh, and then Philip Vegas is uh, on episode 53. And then uh, we also did a couple other ones. Uh, you didn't bring him up, but uh, 79, Josh Good. And also 86 was Hannah and Lucas. So uh, really excited. You guys have a community there. I think that's why people from that we work are so successful. So I uh, would love to stop by and join you guys sometime. And uh, thank you so much, man, for being here. Thanks for listening to the Deal Machine Real Estate Investing Podcast. Please leave us a review and follow along wherever you're listening to your podcast.